Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Kilowatt, a podcast about electric vehicles, renewable energy, autonomous driving, and much, much more. My name is Bodhi and I am your host, and I think we have a very exciting show for you, and hopefully you will think so too. Before we begin, I just want to give a shout out and a little plug to friend of the show and friend of mine, Chris Ashley, if you're not familiar, is host of the SMR podcast with Rod Simmons and Rob Dunwood. Both of all three of those folks really have been on this show. We're going to have Rod on in a couple of weeks. And then Rod Simmons and Chris Ashley host another podcast called Barbecue and Tech, where they talk about not only techniques when it comes to, you know, smoking and barbecuing your food, but also the technology that's that's around that culture. I told you all that so I could tell you this. Chris has officially launched his food truck. Now, I have good news and bad news on this front. The good news is Chris lives in the Maryland area, so if you happen to live in that area, and I know a lot of people who listen to this show do, you can go to Facebook, search for Barbecue and Tech. That's, again, Barbecue and Tech, and you can find out where Chris is going to be and get yourself some really tasty food. If you don't live in that area, you're out of luck, or you're going to have to do some traveling to get there. If you happen, and just, you know, by happenstance, if you happen to show up at Chris's food truck at one of these events, tell him I said hello. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the news. This week, we are going to start with Tesla news because we didn't have that many Tesla stories as compared to the EV news stories. So let's start off with some Cybertruck owners are (laughs) seeing rust spots on their stainless steel uh, Cybertrucks. Now, just because something is stainless steel doesn't mean it won't rust. It'll still, it's just not going to rust as much as, you know, let's say an iron cyber truck. So uh, there are a lot of different theories as to why this is happening. And railroad dust is one of the, the prevailing thoughts of why you're getting the, the rust because the dust gets on the truck and then it rains and then that's what's actually rusting. I don't care so much about why it's rusting. I just want to let you know that if you use a clay bar, you can clean those rust spots off pretty easy. 
um, the electric article that I read for this, that they're the ones that actually recommended the clay bar. They actually also mentioned that you could do like a ceramic coating or you could do a wrap, which those things could cost thousands of dollars. And if you want to do that, great. I, I encourage you to do that. But if you just want a simple way to get that off, a little clay bar will help you out. LG is starting production on their 4680 battery cells later this year. Now, they're going to start with a factory that's in South Korea, but once the Arizona factory is finished and they're building a factory in Queen Creek, they're going to build 4680 cells. The factory is right down the road from my house. And when I say right down the road, I mean like 30 miles away. So close, but not super close. Tesla is now accounting for battery age when it calculates range. There are a lot of factors that Tesla uses when it comes to calculating the vehicle's range. And those include wind, things like crosswind and headwinds, ambient temperatures, humidity, elevation, grade, tire pressure, and now battery age. Um, if you remember this summer, Tesla got into a little bit of trouble when it came to range calculations. Like it, when you left your house, it would say you had, let's say, 280 miles on your battery. And someone would decide they were going to go on a road trip and they drive 240 miles. And now they need to charge their car because they're almost out of battery. So in a lot of people's minds, the range estimate that Tesla was giving was not accurate. Now, I do have a little bit of a caveat to that. If you decided that you were going to take a road trip and you put that information into your Tesla, into the navigation system in your Tesla, it did a pretty good job of calculating how much range you were going to have and when you needed to stop and charge. But if you just walked out your, your door, got in your car and drove, well, the range calculations would not be accurate. And my theory on this, and I think I'm right, is that Tesla doesn't, they don't know where you're going um, because they don't know where you're going. They can't calculate what the wind's going to be, what the temperatures are going to be throughout the trip. What they, they can't calculate any of that, especially the grade. Are you going uphill? Are you coming downhill? You know, Tesla can't calculate that because it's, they don't know where you're going. The, the, the range when you got into your car that said 280 miles, that was if everything was perfect and everything is never perfect. So I don't know if this is going to make those situations any more accurate, but it will make the, the, the instances when you, you know, you come out to your car, you type in, this is the address that I'm going to, that information should be much more accurate. So I would imagine that this is really hard to nail down and to make people happy. And I'm, I'm curious as to how many, EVs out there do a good job at this, or if Tesla's just getting the the um, the heat because you know Elon. Curious. Uh, last Tesla story here: the new Model Three has technology that isolates shake frequencies in your belly, which is just a funny headline. Uh, this comes down to the suspension system, and there are frequency selective dampening, or the, I guess the, the technology is called frequency selective dampening, and it will actually isolate shake frequencies in your tummy from between 4 to 6 hertz, which is 
crazy. Who, who knew that this was even a thing? Well, apparently, Kony, a shock absorber company based out of the Netherlands, they knew that it was a thing, and they had this to say about the feature. Put simply, the frequency-selective dampening feature is a hydraulic amplifier that delays the buildup of pressure. One could say that an extra tuning option has been created in order to get the best possible of combination, best possible combination of handling and comfort. Since it is integrated, since it is an integrated part of the hydraulic valve system inside the dampener. No additional cables, sensors, or any other electronic devices are needed to operate uh, the frequency selective dampener. This is the simplest and most economic way to significantly improve the ride and driving characteristics of every car, certainly in comparison with costly systems which work on the basis of computer technology and complex electronics and sensors. So... That that's really cool. I'm not sure I understand all of what that means, but that is really cool that they can do that. And as somebody who is getting into their fifties and a, and is growing a tummy and can't seem to lose it, uh, I appreciate this technology. Please bring that to my Model Y. Just a uh, software update would be great. Thanks. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, that concludes our Tesla news. Let's go ahead and move on to our EV news. Some Kia dealers are marking up the price of the Kia EV9 by $7,000. To this, I say, boo on you, Kia dealers. Uh, you should be ashamed of yourselves. That's ridiculous. While we're on the subject of Kia, we might as well talk about Hyundai. Hyundai will show off their version of the EV9, which they're calling the Ionic 7, and they're going to show that off in June. 
there are so many cool cars coming out this year. Um, let's move on to uh, a little bit of a disappointing story. Chevy is recalling the Silverado EV due to the possibility of a second row seatbelt tearing or being damaged during a crash. This recall affects 352 trucks. I'm not so sure that this has been an actual issue. I just think they're doing this out of an overabundance of caution. I haven't heard of anybody being hurt by this, and the article did not mention that anybody had been hurt or this has happened to anybody. So if you're one of these 352 people affected, you will get a notice, and then you can schedule the appointment with your local Chevy dealer, and they will correct the issue for you. BYD has launched the Quinn Plus EV Honor, and I'm probably saying Quinn wrong, to be honest with you. Um, This is a five-passenger, four-door sedan, 134 horsepower, 48 kilowatt-hour or 57.6 kilowatt-hour battery, which will get you 261 miles of range or 316 miles of range at the top end, which is obviously 420 kilometers to 510 kilometers in range if you don't live here in the U.S. Now, I'm asking you right now, clear your mind. Stop what you're doing. If you're driving, close your eyes. I'm just kidding. I'm asking you folks, like, tell me what you think this car should cost. BYD, Pretty much an affordable brand, although they do have a $160,000 version of a BYD, which is an ultra-luxury car. But just in general, we've talked about BYD a lot here on the show, especially with Bart's EV Adventure. What do you think this car is going to cost? I want you to, to, I'm going to count to three, and I want you to say it out loud. One, two, three. You're wrong. This car is going to cost $15,000 U.S., No wonder the big automakers are concerned with Chinese automakers. This, uh, the big U.S. automakers are concerned with the Chinese automakers. This car is, it's not like the nicest car ever, but it's a good car. It's an EV that will get you between 261 and 316 miles of range for $15,000. Now, I do not think this car is coming to the U.S. I don't think it's coming to this side of the world at all. North America, South America, it's not coming to the Americas, I'm pretty sure. Or at least it's not coming anytime soon, but we'll talk more about that here in a moment. I would imagine this car will be available in China. Maybe it'll make its way to Europe And there's a good possibility it'll find its way to other countries in Asia. But that's so impressive for that much car for that little amount of money. It seems like if this vehicle isn't being heavily subsidized by the Chinese government, they're going to be losing money. I might be wrong on that, but that's just what it seems like to me. And while I don't think that this new BYD this cheap $15,000 BYD is coming to America, or at least coming to the Americas anytime soon. BYD is launching the Seagull in South America. The Seagull is a hatchback. It's it's a small car. It's got a between 186 and a 248 miles of range, or three to 400 kilometers. And this car has a starting price right around $20,000, which is very impressive. Now, if you think all of that is amazing, I'm not I'm not even done with the BYD news yet. Lots of BYD's news this week. They are building a new factory in Mexico. And a, a representative for BYD said that they may use that factory as an export hub 
for the U.S. Now, I would imagine that they would also use it as an export hub for Canada, Central, and South America as well. Now, this is really interesting news. It definitely seems like BYD wants to make a play here in the United States. As I was reading these articles, I couldn't help but think to myself, if BYD is planning on building cars in Mexico for the United States, I would imagine that they are planning on meeting the criteria for the U.S. federal tax credit to get $7,500 off the vehicles. Now, let's let's use the Seagull as an example. The Seagull is a starts at $20,000. You get $7,500 off that vehicle, and boom, you're down to $12,500 for an EV that'll go between 186 and 248 miles. And obviously you want the 248 miles. It's going to cost a little bit more, but still uh, pretty interesting. Let's go ahead and move on to Volkswagen. Volkswagen revealed the ID7 Tour, uh, which is a station wagon, or if you live in the UK, an estate car. This car is not coming to America. It was not built for America. It was built for Europe, and I would imagine the UK and Ireland, parts of Ireland. Ireland's complicated. Anyway, this is a five-passenger vehicle. It's got a 15-inch infotainment screen. Uh, Let's see, a 21.3 cubic foot boot or cubic feet boot. It's got a big boot. (laughs) Two battery configurations. The biggest battery will get 425 miles of range, which I think is somewhere around 600 kilometers. I didn't... I didn't convert it, uh, which I think is probably optimistic. We don't have all of the technical details on this car. We do know that it's going to come at, in the second half of 2024. So when we get more details, I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in on, on that particular vehicle. VW also announced the Sirocco, uh, which is a, they, they're calling it a sports car, I would say it's a sporty car. It was originally introduced in 1976, and it was kind of a based off of the Golf, the Volkswagen Golf, or whatever the equivalent of the Golf was in the 70s. I think maybe in the 80s it was more based off the Golf, but it doesn't really matter. This car is not built on the MEB platform. It'll be built on a EV platform that is designed for the upcoming Porsche Boxster which I actually think that's really interesting that they're not using the MEB platform for this car. Anyway, this new Porsche platform is called the SSP platform. VW says the Sirocco is going to be affordable and sporty. I would imagine that it's not going to be as sporty as a Boxster, but it's also probably much cheaper. So we we take our trade-offs where we can get them, I guess. Uh, as with the tour, we don't have any additional information on this vehicle, but as we get it, I will definitely fill you in. Uh, Lucid Motors just approved a $6 million bonus to Peter Rawlinson. And I will say, because we have been talking about huge bonuses for CEOs, uh, Elon Musk, uh, this is million, not billion. Peter's getting a $6 million bonus bonus. And Elon Musk actually took the time to criticize the board's decision while at the same time he was complaining about not receiving his $56 billion bonus. So, you know, irony is not lost on on Elon. 
the bonus was meant to recognize Peter's contributions to the Lucid Gravity SUV, which I think is great. Where's everybody else's bonus that worked on that SUV? Because if Peter got $6 million, I think everybody else should get at least half a million, depending on how much they contributed, right? But at the bare minimum, half a million dollars if you're going to give him $6 million. This $6 million bonus is actually interesting in a couple of other ways. Um, Peter is probably, right now anyway, the most, uh, the highest paid automotive CEO out there. Now, when Elon gets his $56 billion, that'll be a different story. But in 2022, Mary Barra was paid $34 million. Jim Farley was paid $18 million. Uh, Mary Barra, obviously GM. Jim Farley is CEO of Ford. Peter Rawlinson was compensated $379 million in 2022. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Lucid's not doing very well as a company. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they 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 kind of need every dime they can scrape together. So giving Peter Rawlinson uh, a an additional six million dollars for his role in announcing the Lucid Gravity, not even not even um, <laughs> not even producing the Lucid Gravity, but announcing the car, he gets $6 million for that. Uh, yeah, I could see that where that would be frustrating to a lot of, uh, lucid shareholders for sure. Let's go ahead and move on to Rivian. Rivian will lay off 10% of their salaried workforce. This was mostly blamed on EV adoption slowdowns. Rivian founder and CEO RJ Scringe had this to say, our business is facing a challenging microeconomic environment, including historical high interest rates and geopolitical uncertainty, and we need to make purposeful changes to our to now ensure our promising future. This is stuff Elon has been saying for the last, I don't know, three or four earnings calls. Lucid, or not Lucid, Rivian plans to deliver 57,000 vehicles in 2024, which isn't too far off from what they did here in 2023. They produced 57,000 EVs and delivered more than 50,000. So their expectations for 2024 are, are conservative. And we're going to learn more about this next week when we cover the Rivian earnings call. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our final story of this episode. Marquez Brownlee reviewed the Fisker Ocean, and he did not like it. He even called it the worst car he's ever tested, but not in the way that you might expect. So first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the issues that he had with the car, because his review was bad for Fisker, but it's, it's not that bad. So let's go ahead and start with his issues. First of all, incomplete software. Marquez was not given a car to test from Fisker. I think he said he borrowed it from a Mitsubishi dealer. I think it was a Mitsubishi dealer in New Jersey. Fisker caught wind that he was going to test the car, and they asked him to actually not test the car until they released a big software update. And he said, no, nah, I'm still going to do this review. That's a weird ask. So one of his biggest complaints and actually, now that I'm looking at this complete list, all of these complaints, all of his complaints could 
be considered software related issues. So let's just go into those things. The car just produces a lot of errors. Uh, when you put it in reverse, the reverse camera fails to come up. There were Bluetooth issues. He tried to connect his phone via Bluetooth and it didn't work. And one day he was just driving along and his the audio from his phone was magically going through the speakers. And he's like, oh, it worked now. And then it switched between the phone and the car multiple times throughout his drive. Not a, not a very good customer experience. He had several failures with driver assist. There were a lot of key fob issues. I'm not going to go into all of them, but there, there was a lot of issues with key fob that he had mentioned. Um, he talked about the solar panels on top of the car. One of the things that was irritating to him is that there was actually no information on what the solar panels were doing in the infotainment screen. So if the car is sitting out in the sun, there was zero reference to the software or in the infotainment system of whether or not your battery was being charged or not. There were, there was no information, no data, no indication that it was charging. So uh, that was interesting. And that seems like a big thing to miss. One of the other things he did not care for, but this is a matter of opinion, is there's a tray in the center console. So you open up the center console, you pull the tray out, you can have your lunch on that tray, or you could maybe put a laptop on it or an iPad on it and do some work. Uh, he did not like that. It took a lot more room than he thought should be there, but that's probably nitpicky. Uh, he was also not a fan of there being no glove box there's no glove box in this car. There's just a tray that comes out from the dash. He didn't He didn't like that. Again, that's probably nitpicky. He did uh, mention that boost mode or launch mode, which is you know basically start from zero and go real fast, accelerate real fast. You only get 500 of those. Now, Marquez said that he had never heard of another company do that, doing that, but I do think at one point in time, Tesla put a limit on how many launches you could do when the uh, Model S's came out, maybe in 2018, 2019, when that refresh came out. I don't think they do it for the Plaid. I think it was for the ludicrous mode, but I could be wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was ludicrous, but anyway... You can only do it 500 times. He said that the buttons on the steering wheel are too easy to hit while you're turning, which made him turn up or down or change the, the radio to or change the song on the radio. And that was mildly irritating. Uh, he's not alone, though. Inside EVs had a article where they interviewed around nine Fisker owners and for the most part, they love their car, but they did have a lot of issues with the software. Uh, some of the things that they mentioned, like I said, Marquez has already talked about, but customer service was one, software bugs, power failure. The Inside EVs article mentioned that one of Tesla's board members was on the freeway and they lost power. Uh, Gita Gupta Fisker, who is... Fisker's uh, CFO and Heinrich Fisker and Gita are married. She was driving the car and also experienced uh, power loss. Now, Fisker did say that the reason why her car experienced power loss, because that was an issue with a data logger 
which is in test cars, not in customer cars. This is what Fisker had to say on this issue. Almost all the issues that have been identified were confined to early build vehicles, and we are working with early adopters to address the issues they might have had. As adoption grows and the number of drivers and miles driven increase, our innovations are tested under a wider range of conditions that reveal ways we can improve. Now, I would argue that things like your key fob not working is something that you could have seen ahead of time and probably fixed. But I'm also guessing that because the software is uh, less than baked, let's call it, uh, you're, you're just having a lot of problems because you shipped a car with software that is not complete. And because it's not complete, people are having a bad customer experience. Now, do I think that everybody's having a bad customer experience with their Fisker Ocean? Absolutely not. There are people that drive this car and only notice a few of the annoyances instead of all of them like Marquez did. Marquez is very tech savvy. He reviews cars and other products for a living. So things that bug him won't necessarily bug me and things that bug me probably won't bug him. But Fisker is in kind of a precarious situation here because they are a young startup. They have a really good car in the Fisker Ocean. It just so happens that their software is awful. And until it improves, customers are going to be upset. Like some of these cars are $70,000 for these early launch editions. And it might even be more than 70. And, you know, if you spend $70,000 on something, you kind of want it to work right out the gate. And you, you have some... Uh, flexibility and, and some understanding that they're working through the process. But there comes a time when any goodwill you've built up with your customers goes away and it becomes a problem and then it becomes a class action lawsuit. And you don't want that to happen. Like I, I want Fisker to succeed. Marquez Brownlee wants Fisker to succeed. He does not want them to fail. And in his video, his video is about 20 minutes-ish, about 40% of the video was Marquez pointing out all of the things that he did like about the car. And like I said, he does want Fisker to succeed because more EVs in the market is good for consumers. They just got to get this software thing figured out. Fisker did tell Marquez, and it's it's been in the news, that a big software release, 2.0 release, is coming soon. And here are some of the things that it's going to fix. Automatic vehicle hold. There's some issues with the car not holding and just kind of rolling backwards on hills and stuff, which is, that's no good. Uh, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration is looking into some of these issues. Another feature that's coming in the update is an energy meter. So you can see how much energy the, the solar roof is generating, which is great. There's a trailer sway mitigation. So if you're towing something, that's cool. Uh, you, there's there's going to be an ability for you to install an over-the-air update while charging because you were not able to do that before. I, I don't even know why. That, that seems very strange. Uh, reduction in vampire drain while the car is just sitting there. And then some key fob enhancements. So... I'm, I'm hoping that fixes a lot of issues for folks because I don't want me people to be unhappy with their cars. And I also don't want people to be returning their cars. I want Fisker to succeed. So hopefully 2.0 is a 
big improvement for the folks who own Fisker Oceans. All right, everybody, that is it for me this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you're in the Maryland area and you're looking for some tasty barbecue, check out Chris Ashley's Barbecue and Tech Facebook page to see where he is serving food. And uh, yeah, I I hope you all have a wonderful and safe weekend, and I will talk to you on Tuesday. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.